following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time now for Casey's Take on Sports with Casey Patrick, sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange. Follow Casey on Twitter at CBP51. Now a man who always has a take, here's Casey Patrick. Yes, hello. Uh, I guess today we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk a little baseball. Uh, hopefully we get some soon, uh, or at least some news soon. And then, uh, we're also going to talk about what the Titans should, or maybe will do, um, with their, uh, first round pick. And then we're going to move to NBA. We're going to talk a little NBA, um, only because I watched a little bit and didn't like it. And then of course, we're going to end it off with some high school sports. Stay here and check it out. Well, I uh, I don't know about any of you guys, but I stayed up really, really late on Monday night. Yeah, yeah, Monday night. I stayed up really late on Monday night. Um, I was hoping that the MLB and the MLBPA uh, could all come together with a deal and strike something up because there was a deadline and nothing seemed to happen, but they pushed the deadline back to Tuesday at 5 p.m. I believe that's Eastern time, so... Um, as we're sitting here now, uh, I, I'm, I'm really hoping that everything's good to go. I really want a baseball season. Uh, of course, most of you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Braves fan. Uh, they won the world series last year. So I, I'd like to see them with an opportunity to defend their crown. Um, I'm excited for it and it's, it's baseball in general. Uh, even if I wasn't a Braves fan, <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Even if I wasn't a Braves fan, I, I'd still be looking to looking forward to the upcoming season. And I know a lot of you are too. Uh, and, and I know we talked about this earlier in the year, where I said that uh, Tony Clark and, and Rob Manfred had um, they, they just needed to start acting like adults. And and I, I believe we're getting closer to that point because as as awful as the MLB owners are. Uh, I think they realize they don't want to miss any games either. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully everybody can come to their senses and figure out what's good for baseball. Uh, I, the minor leagues need some help. There doesn't need to be any more blackout restrictions, but I don't think that's going to go anywhere soon. Um, but there are a lot of things that the game needs to work on, and I think that's why they were so far apart because – the MLB knows the players know what the the players know what they want, and and I think the players have, probably have a better idea of what baseball really needs. Uh, whereas Manfred, I mean, even lately he he called the World Series trophy just a piece of metal, and he's been what's not exactly been the greatest leader as far as my personal opinion and a lot of others. Uh, MLB hadn't really grown. In the past few years, it's been fun to watch because, like I said, I'm a Braves fan. But um, Manfred's not really doing a whole lot 
Manfred, Manfred, I think it's Manfred. Uh, he's not really done a lot to be use, useful, like at all. Uh, they're not making baseball better. Uh, they're just adding more teams into the playoffs. The, Manfred's trying to do whatever he can to make money for the owners, which is how he keeps his job, and congratulations to him. But uh, baseball fans are still leaving uh, at an alarming rate. Uh, baseball teams still make a lot of money. Uh, as much as they want to tell you that it's not a great business venture, it is a great business venture. The, these teams make oodles and oodles of money. And, uh, you know, the, the fact that the fact that they want to lie to you and tell, tell you that they don't so they can set rules to make more money is just even more disturbing. Um, honestly, I hope that Manfred's fired uh, because this is just, it's, uh, neglect and it's, uh, malpractice and nothing is being done at all, uh, that I think is really helping the game. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully within the next few hours, uh, they figure something out and we've got a fairly decent product to watch, uh, I think the NL is going to get a DH. That's cool. Uh, they're going to add more playoff teams. So your 100,082,000 game regular season doesn't really matter anymore, which is great. Um, but, hey, I want baseball back so bad. I, I saw a video of uh, Ronald Acuna hitting baseballs in Venezuela the other day. Him and they had a bunch of youngsters down there, and, and they're all having fun. And he, he hit one from – Venezuela to somewhere around Brazil. You could tell how the way he hits the ball, it's just gone. It probably still hadn't landed. And uh, all the kids were jumping around, and and even the adults had the they had the look of awe on their face. And it was it was really fun to watch. I thought it it was it was cool just to see a little bit of baseball. But um, I I really want to see Ronald again this year. I I want to see the Braves sign Freddie Freeman as students are allowed to talk to each other there's a lot of things that i want to see and uh you know hopefully hopefully if they can figure out everything before tuesday by five we've we've got a baseball season so uh that's it for my first take make sure y'all stay tuned in on that look at twitter something try to keep up with uh baseball because tuesday by five is going to be the that's going to be the big uh or they'll probably just push back the thing again, the deadline. But either way, that's the first take. Stay here. We're going to talk about Titans first pick next. Okay, so uh, I was there when the draft was in Nashville in – what was that? 18 or 19 or something. I can't remember. I've slept since then. But that was the year the Titans drafted Jeffrey Simmons. And I thought that was a great pick. Uh, you get a you get a overall like a top five pick later in the draft. It's going to take me a while to get healthy, but whatever. And then we did it again last year with Farley. And I like the Farley pick. I know he hasn't really yet seemed to work out, but I think you got to give the kids some time to heal up. I mean, he's got a broken broken back, and then he tore his ACL. Um, I hope injuries aren't, you know, a, a reoccurring theme in his career. But um, regardless, I mean, you, you got to give him some time to hopefully heal up, get ready to go. I, he might be good. But the Titans have a what would you call it? They have a theme 
of, of first round picks. I mean, Rashawn Evans was was injured when he was drafted. Um, Jeffrey Simmons, like I said, Farley, like I said, uh, that Wilson kid from Georgia, Panda. <laughs> That's what he called himself, Panda. I don't think he was injured. Uh, he was a little off, but he went. I don't think he was injured. But the Titans have always been kind of goofy with their first. Well, not the Titans, but John Robinson and his selection with the first round, first overall pick, or not first overall. I'll get it right here in a minute. With hit with his selection in the first round, it's always been a little bit different. Uh, he usually goes for the best uh, best player that he can. I mean, according to value and everything. I think I, you know, I, of course, I got a lot of Titans, Titans fans that are friends, and and I'm a huge Titans fan myself. So you know, we sit around and we talk about this. I know uh, one of my buddies, and I don't really necessarily agree or disagree, but I'm just going to tell you what they think. I, I've heard one of my friends. He says uh, he wants Kenny Pickett with the 26th overall pick. Uh, my cousin Daniel, he wants Jamison Williams. Now, the thing about Jamison Williams is that kind of falls right in line with what the Titans have always done, uh, or, or John Robinson has always done. Take an injured guy that's going to go in the top ten, but he gets hurt. He falls to wherever we're at. We draft him. I think I think Jamison Williams kind of makes sense on that end, but, man, I, I really don't know what they're going to do. Um, what I feel like they need to do though is either one trade out of the pick, move back, get as many draft picks as possible and kind of save face with the cap or two, you're going to have to start filling in some positions because I don't believe that the Titans are going to sign back Harold Landry. I don't believe, I do believe that the Titans are going to release Julio Jones to save a bunch of money. I do believe the Titans are going to release Zach Cunningham to save a lot of money. And I do believe the Titans should release Taylor Lewan to save a lot of money. There's going to be a few absences on the offensive line. If everything happened the way I thought it would or it should, there are going to be a few absences on the offensive line. And, uh, I mean, I think Ben Jones, excuse me, Ben Jones' uh, contract is up. Saffold's either close to having his contract up or it is up. Uh, Lawan's contract should be done. Uh, it, it's not, uh, but he can be released early uh, and save money. Um, there's going to be a lot of holes on that offensive line. And I know, I know the Wilson work, the Wilson pick didn't work out. I know that people hate taking offensive linemen. I do too. It's so boring. Everybody else, you watch the draft and, you know, so-and-so, you know the Chiefs are going to go out and draft the fastest person they can find. Um, you know the Packers are going to go out and not draft anybody that can catch a ball in the first round. You, you have an idea what these teams are going to do. And and if the Titans pick an offensive lineman, it's going to be boring and it's going to suck and everybody's going to think about Panda and we're going to, you know, Whatever. The Titans might legitimately need some offensive line help going into next year. I like the kid, uh, I almost called him Ranchick. That's the kid from uh, New Orleans. Uh, the kid from North Dakota State. I'm having the biggest brain um, 
flatulence, I guess. I don't want to say the other word. <laughs> I, I can't I can't seem to put one and one together. But um the I, I think the kid that they got out of North Dakota State from last year in the draft, I think he showed I think he showed uh some promise. I, I think the kid can play. Um, but there are a lot of people, uh, a lot of players on this Tennessee Titans team that either A should be or B will be gone. And that means holes. And the cool thing is we still have Derrick Henry. And as long as we have Derrick Henry, I I think, you know, we've got a superhuman on our team, so that's okay. That's awesome. But uh, gotta, we're going to have to fill some holes around him. I don't know exactly what the Titans will do. I have a good idea what I think they should do. And it might be an offensive lineman. And I know none of y'all want to hear that. But that might be what winds up happening. If you have anything you want to tell me about the first-round pick, at CVP51, that's my Twitter, DM me. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. Tell me if you think I'm right, whatever. Um, But we're going to move on to the third take. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA basketball. Coming up. So, I believe it was Sunday night. Uh, I have a, I have a tradition on Sunday night. Me and, uh, well, let me get the grammar correct. My cousin and I, uh, Daniel, he's my best friend. We go to Applebee's on Sunday evenings. And um, sometimes we have another, we have a few other friends that might come with us. Um, but we go up there. We've, we've got a, a friend of ours that works there, and we like to just sit there and you know, shoot the bull with him and talk sports. And of course they got TVs on and we'll watch whatever's on television. And what was on TV was golden state versus Dallas and golden state apparently had a 20 point lead and Dallas come back and beat them. I don't know. I only saw the last few ticks of that game. I really didn't get to see a bunch of it, but what I, what game I did get to see was right after, was the Lakers and Pelicans. I don't know if I can name more than three players that play on the Pelicans, but by the time I wasn't at Applebee's very long, and by the time I left, the Pelicans had already started to run LeBron James and the Lakers. Now, I don't say all of that to say that the Lakers are a bad basketball team. They may or may not be as somebody else who, one, cares, or two, knows more than I do about the NBA. What I will tell you is while I watched the Lakers struggle with the Pelicans, who I think are either last or next to last in their conference, um, while I watched the Lakers struggle with the Pelicans, I noticed it was – the most awful television to watch. Um, I would have rather watched curling. I could have watched tennis. I would have watched soccer. It doesn't matter. Cricket. I don't even know how cricket's played, and I would have watched cricket over NBA, over that game Sunday night. Um, the Pelicans, whenever they had the ball, were kind of like uh, the old saying of a dog chasing a car and wouldn't know what to do when you caught up with it. And that's kind of what it was. The Pelicans were just going as fast as they could. They could score. 
Um, but what helped them gain the biggest lead possible was the fact that the Lakers could not score. The Lakers did everything they could. I saw I saw LeBron James score once on Sunday evening, and he had the ball. He beat his guy off the dribble, and he made a layup. It, it was a great show of athleticism. Uh, but other than that, I, I think he took the ball out on the wing, called ISO, got his other four teammates on the other side of the court, and wound up breaking a shot or whatever. Now, like I said, I don't say all of that to talk about how much, how, how bad I think the Lakers are. I say all that to tell you that it was quite possibly the most boring basketball to watch ever. It was terrible. There's no passing. It's, it's you know, the most action you get is on a rebound. Somebody get, grabs the rebound, comes down with it, you pass it off to the point guard, the point guard runs it up the court, and then the point guard finds the main scorer, who for the Lakers is is LeBron, or was LeBron that night, apparently. Um and they give him the ball, and he kind of stands there, and he does the thing. He holds it back, and he looks around, and who, you know, who knows what, and then, and then he shoots up something, and uh, it didn't go in. While I was watching, it might have went in later. I don't really care, but um, I, I sat there and I watched. I want to say most of the first quarter of that game, and. Every time I didn't pay a lot of attention to it because, like I said, I'm not I'm not really a big NBA guy. But every time I looked up, I thought I, I saw the same thing. It would be LeBron on the wing with the ball, or the Pelicans just flying 100 miles an hour and having no idea where they were going. And I'm kind of starting to think it's a lot like baseball, whereas you know in Major League Baseball you either strike out or you hit a home run and. I guess that's the most efficient way to score. With basketball, the most efficient way to score is give it to one guy and watch him go towards the goal. Uh, whether or not that's true, I don't know. I don't really care. Uh, but I will tell you, I watched quite a few games the day before, quite a few basketball games the day before, and they were all college games. Of course, Tennessee beating Auburn, that's fun. Go balls. Um, I love beating Bruce Pearl. Um, that's beside the point. That's a conversation for another day, I promise. But, um, of course, you know, we saw Gonzaga go down. I watched that Gonzaga St. Mary's game. I, I watched, um, I watched a few different games on Saturday evening and college basketball is just a hundred times better to watch than NBA because in, in, for instance, and this, you know, this tells me everything I need to know for me. Now, you, your your opinion may be different, and that's fine. I don't care. Uh, but for me, I can watch – I watched Gonzaga and St. Mary's, two teams that I, A, know not a whole lot about. I mean, Gonzaga's got one kid that's like seven foot tall. He's like 12 pounds soaking wet. He's very you know skinny, but he can play. And then they got Drew Timmy, the kid with the mustache. He's been playing since uh, the older George Bush was president. Um He's been there forever. Uh, other than that, I don't know a lot about Gonzaga. And then St. Mary's, I don't know anything about other than how to spell St. and Mary's. I know nothing about their team. I watched that game, and I actually enjoyed it. Uh, a little bit, I think, because Gonzaga was losing, but also the fact that you had two teams that were playing team basketball. And with college basketball, you kind of have to, right? I mean, you can't just, you know, not everybody has a LeBron James on their team. 
So, you know, college basketball was a lot more fun. Uh, it was a lot more fun to watch. Um, I mean, the, the crowd's even into it more, uh, which I think has always kind of been – that's not like anything new. I mean, college basketball crowds are tremendously better than NBA crowds. But um, everything about that college game was much better than the NBA game. Uh, other than the amount of talent on the floor, uh, from my perspective, watching the game, watching the teams operate, just seeing simple passes to open people on the court, back cuts, defense, all of it is so much better. Um, in fact, a lot of you guys know this right now, it's region tournament in high school, and I'd rather watch high school basketball than NBA basketball. Um, I that And I don't even think that's – I don't even think that's a controversial statement to me. Now, I, I saw a few of those highlights of John Morant scoring 52 points. I wish I would have seen that on TV. I wish that would have been on TV. Maybe that would change my mind. Honestly, it would, and maybe it would have. I wish I would have seen it, but I didn't get to see that game. But instead, I was at, uh, I will tell you, I was at a Cheatham, Cheatham Giles County, the boys game. Let's see. When was that? I think that was Saturday night, and um, Cheatham had a had a late. You know, it, they 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 probably should have won by a little bit more, but they they come back, they won late, and then we're watching the Harpeth game on our phones, and and Aiden Williams from Harpeth hit a buzzer beater to beat Loretta. That that those are really cool moments. I, I remember watching that and thinking, oh wow, oh my goodness, it's crazy, you know. And and you see moments and you see things happen on a high school court that I mean, it's it's fun to watch. I don't do that with NBA anymore. Um, and, I i mean, the Warriors were fun to watch a few years ago because they were sharing the ball around a lot. But every time I see the Warriors on TV now, um, Clay's hurt again or he's out or whatever. But there was something different about that first Warriors team. I liked Maurice Spates and uh, we called him Mo Buckets. Uh, I liked him and Sean Livingston. and um, it, there, there were a lot of players on that team that I really liked that weren't. Steph and Clay and Draymond, um, but but now there's just not a lot uh, for me to watch as far as NBA. I don't I don't enjoy it. It's one guy gets a ball, stands over in a corner, and they play one on one. If I want to do that, I'll go up to the local Tensco basketball courts and watch a bunch of old overweight dudes like me play against each other. I can see that all day long. Just dudes dribbling around, taking goofy shots. Um, it's not fun to watch. It's not. But that's it for my third take. We're going to talk some high school sports before we get out of here. All right, so I alluded to it just a little bit, but um, we've got region tournament going on right now. And please, God, I'm going to forget something. I know I'll forget something. Uh, but we've got region tournament going on right now for basketball. Wrestling just got wrapped up last week. Preseason baseball just started. Preseason soccer starts, I think, tomorrow. Softball's coming up. There's probably another sport that I need to keep up with. Uh, there's no telling. Um. But 
I think the important stuff right now is region basketball. And um, let's see. We've got Creekwood boys and girls are still alive on the Dixon side as of right now. Uh, Creekwood boys play Tuesday night. Creekwood girls won on Monday night. I was at that game. Who did they? They played Maplewood at Maplewood. They should have won by about 20, I think, but they wound up winning by about 12. Creekwood had a little bit of a slow start. Uh, but they, you know, boys play Tuesday. <coughs> Let's see. Uh, of course, Dixon boys and girls lost last week to Rossview. Uh, on the Cheatham side, Cheatham girls lost on Monday night to Summertown, which is a really good team. I want to say it was Summertown. I hope I'm right. There's a gazillion teams. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get something wrong. Whatever. Um, I think Cheatham. I think Cheatham lost to Summertown on Monday night, and then uh, there are no other girls teams. Uh, both Harpeth and Sycamore are already out of the tournament. On the boys' side, Sycamore is out of the tournament, but Harpeth and Cheatham are both still alive, and they will play Tuesday night as well. Uh, we're going to have all that and more in in, in next week's. Uh, Dixon Post or Cheatham County Exchange, uh, respectively. Now here, and like I said, I just brought it up a minute ago. Um, the MLB may not have a season this year, but high school baseball will be played. And I saw my first photos yesterday. Marty Allison, who, uh, you know, we've been praying for him. He had his kidney, uh, he had a kidney transplant, I believe. Um, he's been very sick lately, but he got out and he, he shot some baseball. He shot some baseball uh, yesterday. And uh, he got me some photos, and and uh, I saw a few of them. Or I saw one of them. Uh, Adam Roth, I believe, was pitching for the Cougars against CPA. Uh, and and I saw I saw the the pictures up on uh, Marty's Facebook, and it's good to see Marty back out there. It's good to see baseball. Uh, that I, Adam Roth kid, he's a heck of a pitcher. If you're a, if you're a fan of baseball, you'll want to go watch the Cougars play this year. They've got uh, they've got some talent. But we're going to have some season previews for those guys. We're going to talk a little Cougar baseball. We're going to talk some, uh, hopefully, uh, Cougar softball as well as uh, Red Hawk and Lady Red Hawk uh, softball and baseball as well. And the same thing goes for Cheatham. Um, I know Coach Garrett's going to send me some stuff for Cheatham softball. Uh, I got to get in contact with uh, Coach uh, Coach KP from Harpeth. Um I gotta figure out. I gotta figure out all the softball and all the baseball. Hey, out there in Cheatham, they, they take their baseball very seriously. Uh, between uh, uh, Cheatham's had a had a few rough seasons, and and I heard a few rumors about maybe not having enough kids on the team this year. That that would be awful. Um, but Harpeth and Sycamore are two programs that have always taken their baseball very serious. And and I'm honestly, personally, I'm I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to see some baseball. Uh, it's uh, starting to warm up outside. Um, you guys know I don't like any physical manual labor, so uh, I'd rather sit there and watch some baseball. That's right around the corner. I'm excited for it. I love baseball. We've also got soccer. Soccer's coming up. Sycamore is a huge soccer program. Coach Taylor McCullough out there. Um, let's see, with I think Harpeth has got a new coach now for soccer. Cheatham, Coach Burke. I, um, coach Burke is the soccer coach. I, I want. I wonder what they're all up to. I got. I got to hit them all up. Get some season previews done. Uh, of course, Coach Cardona and uh, Coach Daniel in in Dixon and Creekwood for 
the uh, soccer teams. There's a lot of work to be done. There's just a never-ending cycle. Uh, but I love it. It's cool. Like I said, I'm not big into physical manual labor, and I'm not. I mean, I I don't have a crappy job. I love my job. I got a cool one. I get to watch sports. I get paid to watch sports. That's right. Be jealous. <laughs> but that's uh, that's all for this week. Uh, man, y'all got to follow me on CVP51. I, I don't really care if you listen to anything I have to say, but if you have something you want to tell me, or you can email me, I don't care. You know, if you don't have a Twitter, you don't, um, you got Facebook, whatever, send me a message. Reach out to me somehow. You got something you want me to talk about, or you got something you want to disagree about, I promise I won't be hostile. Uh, I promise I won't be. You got something you want to tell me, reach out. Uh, I'd love to hear what everybody's got to say. Um, Maybe I might learn something. So, uh, look at me. I, I have to do something with my hands. Not stop. I got two pins. Uh, but thanks for checking out the show. Um, like I said, check out the paper for some region turning stuff. But uh, come back next week. Hopefully, we'll have a baseball season. Um, but uh, thank you for checking out my takes. And um, y'all have a wonderful evening. This has been Casey's Take on Sports with Casey Patrick, sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange. Follow Casey on Twitter at CVP51 and find him online at MainStreetPreps.com. Casey's Take on Sports is a production of Main Street Media.